You're listening to The Pursuit Podcast. I'm your host, Charity Craig. I have had a messy life, but through the mess, I've discovered how to live an abundant life. Now, it's my turn to help you overcome your fears and discover your dreams. I'm going to challenge the way you think about yourself, others, and God. Life is way too short not to live abundantly. Are you ready? Let's pursue an abundant life. All right, so we're talking about today going and and talking about and, and realizing how we can have really good intentions and really good envisions, like visions for our life and goals for our life. But if we're not careful, these goals and expectations and intentions can actually be a faulty foundation that over time will create cracks um, and really be the opposite. It can be very detrimental to your relationships, to yourself. And one of those faulty foundations is faulty goals or faulty intentions. Um, When you really begin to really become intentional and focus on what it is that you want to build, you naturally want to include the people that are in your life. And you should, right? Like you're doing this together. You're doing this as a unit. Um, and But what happens a lot of times, and I did this for most of my marriage, like it, I think a lot of it is what led it, led up to, um, Matt's affair, you know, I'm not taking responsibility for that part of it, but just in the relationship side of our marriage, I very much had built um, my goals, my life, my vision on these faulty goals. And for instance, one of them that I can remember just for so long was I, my goal was to have a happy, loving Christian family. I wanted there to be the dad, the mom, the little group of kids all following along behind and everyone, you know, just shining bright and being great citizens, um, obedient children, you know, a leading husband and all these things. And it's, and it's easy to get into this place that you set these visions for yourself, like, right? Like there's nothing wrong with wanting a husband that is, um, you know, a spiritual leader of the home or, or a financial um, supporter, you know, strong leader of the home, all these things you kind of envision. And we've actually been told a lot of that, right? We've been told this is what a good godly man looks like. This is what good godly children should do and act like, right? And so we have these expectations, these goals that we set for our family, But the only problem is with these goals is that every single person in your family and in your circle will and can block you in accomplishing that, right? So you might have this vision and this goal that I'm going to have obedient and loving children. Well, as we know, if you're a parent, your children will block you at every turn, right? They will 
defy that. They will make sure to challenge you on that. And so what happens in these sort of situations when you have this vision that is expecting this of someone else is then you have to resort to things like control, manipulation, you have you get frustrated so you're constantly trying to you, you might resort to shaming, right? We we will we might shame our children or our husband to try to get them to change to fit more into what our vision and our goal is for the other people. I've learned should can be a tricky word, right? Throw should out the door, stop shooting on yourself because there is, there's, should is very tricky. Yes, for sure. Um, and so with that, we're constantly looking to other people, right? We're looking outside of ourselves. All these people, we need them to follow our ex our goals. They need to follow what we need to set down, right? And that gives very little responsibility on their part and very little responsibility on your part, right? You're trying to be responsible for everyone and make them all fit into what you envision for the family or for your life or for their life, right? And so we're going to talk about this more and we've already kind of talked about it already. The only person that we have control over is ourself. That's the only one. It starts and stops with our nose when it comes to responsibility. And I know it's really tough as parents when you do have some responsibility over their physical care, right? We have to make sure that they are healthy and are safe. Um, but beyond that, we are not responsible to live our children's lives. We are not responsible to control them and make sure they fit into the mold that we have set for them. And that's a really tough one, especially as Christians, when we are have this like vision as to what they should look like as they get older. But when it comes to really setting goals and intentions, it has to include only yourself. You've got to turn the light around and when you set the goals and you set the intentions, it has to be for you. So for instance, like if you take the example that I gave, you know, my intention or my goal is to have a loving and abundant family. Um, instead of having that as a, right, including everyone, you turn it around and create a goal or intention that commits to becoming the wife, the mother, or the woman that you were created to be, right? Instead of looking to make sure everybody's fitting in and, and matching what you want for them, make sure you are just doing what you can do and control what you are doing. So when you're tempted to like point your finger, look to other people that are close to you, making sure they're doing what you have established in your mind as the standard as to what they should be doing, again, should, you need to just remind yourself, turn this around and be like, where's my responsibility in this? What do I need to do in this moment? How do I need to be a better person? How do I need to clean out the negative thoughts or these expectations, right? And so going in and on that as well as we will also set expectations um, for certain situations in moments. And I, it took me a long, long time to realize how my expectations were sabotaging my happiness. They were sabotaging my family's happiness because 
without even realizing it, I set expectations as to how I thought certain things in my life need to be, right? So one of the biggest aha ones for me was when I realized over all the years of being married, anytime Matt and I ever had uh, a date night, we'd go out on a date night, you know, leave the kids, get to go out with... I would say 99% of the time, I would be in a bad mood at some point to the point where it would just kind of ruin the date night. I would say 90, 90%, 90%. Like I, I, it was so many of them. And I, I just never could really understand why I just was always miserable in those situations. And it finally, after doing so much self work and so much, I realized I had set expectations for a certain thing to happen, right? For it to be a certain way. And on those date nights, you know, you think, you know, I'm gonna look super cute. He's gonna like come in and be all sweet. Maybe he'll get me some flowers. We'll go out, he'll open the door, right? You, I get all this like hyped up in my head. I have all these sort of expectations as to how it would go. So then when I go to get ready, my hair doesn't work. My clothes don't fit right. You know, he's just kind of doing his thing and not, doing it how I think he would should be doing it. And suddenly now my expectations aren't being met. And if my expectations aren't being met, well then I would puts me in a bad mood, right? It puts me in a negative frame of mind. And maybe I might start trying to control and manipulate to make sure it fits into what I expected it to be. And so, so many times, and this works for other situations in your life you know maybe like you have expectations in relationships with friends right like I expect a friend to call me on my birthday I expect my friend to reach out to me and ask me how I'm doing right you have these expectations as to what a friend should be and then you have this friend and they don't meet those expectations, suddenly now you get frustrated, you get angry, you get hurt, right? And there's this sense of self-sabotage, right? Now we're gonna start complaining about that friend, pushing that friend away, um, you know, maybe doing something that's gonna be manipulative or controlling. Um, you can you can fall into victimhood, right? Because we're, we're we're gauging this according to our expectations. And once again, life, people, situations do not follow our expectations. That's not how it operates. And so in these sort of situations, right, when we find ourselves butting up against something that's not matching what we thought it should be like or what we want it to be like, instead of seeing and trying to make them follow what we want them to follow, turn we have to turn it around and realize. But when you're frustrated in a situation, right? Like I have to really become an, very aware on these nights. Just recently, probably two or three dates ago, a couple months ago, um, Matt and I went on a date and I had these expectations, I, there was a list of things that I needed to do because it was a Friday night. We had work to do, right? Like I had stuff to do for Lillian and Co. There was stuff I needed to do personally. And so I made this little list of stuff that needed to get done before the date. Well, the time started getting like 
closer and closer. I was running out of time. I still need to take a shower, right? It wasn't going according to my expectations. And I started getting super agitated. I started biting like snippy at Matt. I started barking. I was like stomping around. I, was, I could tell my like my level of steam, right? The pressure was happening and it took me a while. And finally Matt was like, if this is how our date's going to be, I'm not going. Like he was just like, no, we're not doing this. If this is how you're going to act. And I, so that, you know, like that snapped me into like, okay, why am I acting like this? I've been fine. I've been excited about this date. So why all of a sudden am I freaking out? And that was when I had to go internally and realize my expectations were not being met. I wasn't getting done in the timeline that I thought I was going to get them done. And so in these sort of situations, right, when it comes to setting goals and intentions focused on yourself, when you have these expectations that are not getting met, one of the greatest tools that you can use is what I have found to be the most powerful thing is radical acceptance, right? In this moment, I had to accept that things did not go according to plan. And when they didn't go, I started, you know, the pressure I made myself intentionally let that wash through me. Okay, it's frustrating, I'm upset, but I'm not. I'm choosing not to let this ruin my night. So I'm going to radically accept the way things are going and I'm going to choose to let it go immediately, right? And it took me a while, so I had to go to the post office that day. And so I had to, it took me all the way driving to the post office and all the way home, pushing through those that expectation, letting it go the whole time. It's a really tough mental work when you have already worked yourself up to this pressure point, but really knowing that if you do that diligent work of radical acceptance, right? It's disappointing. I wish it happened the way I wanted it to, but it didn't. And that's okay. I'm gonna accept the way it did happen. And sure enough, by the time I was able to get myself emotionally through it, him and I were able to go have a great date night. We were able, I was able to then be present with our date. I accepted it exactly as it happened in every single moment from then on. And we had a great date night. And so when you're finding yourself frustrated in these life situations, just check to see if you are building this on a faulty foundation, right? Is this something that I have built up as an expectation that's not being met? And if so, what can I do to change my expectations? How can I radically accept what is happening and, in, and find the beauty in it, right? And let it go, get past it, right? In those sort of situations. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I know you have a dream living inside your heart somewhere. Don't be afraid to just let that little thing come flying out of your heart. If there's someone in your life that you know would long to just be able to live the life that they desire, would you share this episode with them? And together you guys can pursue it together. Be someone's cheerleader as they pursue their abundant life. <laughs>